Josh Hazelwood, uh, we're here two days out from, from the fourth test. Uh, it's been a longish break, so firstly, if you could start with um, how was Scotland and how was golf in Scotland? <laughs> uh, it was unbelievable. Um, home of golf was awesome. Four of us went up there and, and sort of got away from everything and um, enjoyed ourselves and played some golf. So it was, um, we got really lucky with the weather as well. And um, yeah, I think just those little breaks like that are, are huge in a, such a big series and we're away from home a lot of the time. Um, not just this series, but throughout the year, and to get those little breaks is is key. Uh, and like uh, during these kind of breaks, like do you just like keep away from the cricket? Do you watch cricket? Do you are there few discussions on cricket at all? Not within our group, no. Um, I think obviously a few of the groups are a bit different, and a few of the players are, are definitely different. They they love their cricket, and they like to not even in the break just discuss it and, and work on what's not working and um, try and fix a few things. But um, yeah, I think it, it's a I guess in particular from from Paddy and, and Ron is to you know have that to get away from it. Um, you know, some players find it easier than others, and I'm one of those find it very easy to get away. So um, it's good. Basically, you're saying there was no minus lubbershine on the trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Uh, you said just, I mean, where the series stands, Josh. Uh, uh, you know, coming back into the series for you, you kind of knew before this tour that uh, you'd play a couple of games and then maybe take a break. Uh, so did you have to get your head around it before the tour or uh, has it been more of a process thing? Um, no, I've, I've, I'd say I've definitely got my head around it now um, and I hope it's not an ongoing thing for sure and you know, if I can show some good, um, some good fitness in this tour and, and get through you know, four out of the five Ashes tests and that's a, a good sort of tick for me um, moving forward and then hopefully I can sort of attack the summer in the usual way. So um, yeah, I guess when you... In the position, it's a lot harder, and when you're there before Headingley Test and you're feeling pretty good, um, you want to keep going. But um, yeah, I think the right decision was made in the end, and um, we'll move forward. And even in terms of uh, how you get your head around your fitness, because it's a series where you guys are not bowling a lot of overs, mm. uh, does it work differently? Mm. Like to say a normal home summer where you are bowling a lot more? Mm. Yeah, that probably came into it, and that probably you know crept into my mind a little bit and almost changed my mind to. I can go again here because I've only bowled a little bit. Um, this week it might have a little bit of nip in it, so we don't we won't be out there again this this test. So um, that played a little part in it, but I think Ron was pretty pretty steadfast on um, on leaving me out. So um, yeah, it's probably a good thing to take away from the player mm-hmm. in that regards with the emotion attached to it. So um, yeah, I understand that. Uh, and just like looking looking ahead to this one. Uh, uh Four years ago, was, this is where mm-hmm. the urn was retained. Uh, it was a famous test match. People talk about Headingley, but like <laughs> this is where you guys like, yeah, had better memory. So, uh, what can you take from that, uh, just in terms of conditions and where the series stands? Yeah, I think the guys who were were here, which is quite a few, um, have good memories here, and I think that that plays a little role when you turn up for training and you know the days leading into the game. You have good memories of the ground, and um, yeah, they probably don't make a huge difference, but some maybe for some. Um, but yeah, we had a good time here, and hopefully it happens again. Uh, and it's been an interesting series in terms of England's approach. It's it's I mean, so much talk about baseball. There hasn't been baseball all the time. <laughs> like uh, so, uh, just what you made of that, uh, both while you were playing and when you were watching it from outside. Yeah, I think um, again the conditions sort of dictate how they bat. Um, you know, a nice flat wicket like it's best, and they they go hard and get the results. And then you know, a headingly wicket that nips around, and it's a different story. So. I think they sort of adapt to how the how the wicket's playing, and here will be no different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in certain stages of the game as well, you know, we've seen dangerous batters with tail ending with tail enders um, sort of from both sides, and um, that's probably the dangerous part of the game. So 
um, yeah, we'll hopefully learn from all the games previous and, and adapt a little bit. And if I could just ask you one final question about uh, the role Todd Murphy plays. I mean, uh, the one thing we saw from the last test was how much you missed Nathan Lyon. Like, and as good as Todd Murphy is, the <clears throat> 10 years where Nathan Lyon was, was given. Uh, so what role does a spinner play even in these conditions from, from a bowling group perspective? Yeah, I think it's just that change. It's the, you know, you're getting pace after pace after pace. And even we've seen in a team that, you know, with England who, who didn't play a spinner for a test, Joe Root came on and made an impact. It's just something different. It's a change up. Um, and sometimes it's like when you're a quick in the subcontinent, you're just mm-hmm. there to change things up and potentially get a wicket or, or keep it dry. So, um, and also to get through the overs, I think, to save a bit of money. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, spinner's always good. Beautiful. Go away, Josh. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah.